Hey, this is Lauren BR, and this is The Authentic Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Authentic. I'm your host, Lauren BR, and I'm so excited for this week's episode because I have my very sweet and very cool friend, Isabella Latuso. Um, she's a senior here at Cayo. Um, she works very heavily with social media as an influencer herself, so we'll kind of get to that later. But I had the chance to meet her this summer when we were both living on 30A, so like another cool fun fact about her. Um, she was so kind and welcoming to me, um, and she also had a really cool opportunity to go on a mission trip to Italy with Greekwide slash crew. And I'm like just bubbling over with excitement because I just like can't wait to hear about it. Um, and also this is going to be very raw and authentic, if you will, because this is the first time a guest has like kind of not, excuse me, asked to not see the questions ahead of time. So that'll be really fun and different, but welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited. Hey everyone. I'm so excited for you to be here. So before we kind of get into the questions, just let us know like who you are and your relationship with the Lord, just kind of like a little ground thing before we start yeah so i'm isabella like lauren was saying i am a senior at lsu i'm in Cayo, and i've been raised a christian my whole life but i would say like late high school and throughout college i've just really made my faith my own and i've just seen myself grow in a million different aspects of my faith so that's been really awesome Yay, I'm so excited to hear about Italy specifically. So you just went for spring break last week um, with crew. And so you're able to evangelize to the people uh, in Italy. So kind of just go what that experience was like. Give us kind of an overview of what you were doing, why you were there, all that stuff. Yeah. So when you think of Italy and you think of mission trip, you're like, wait, those two just simply don't add up. But it was not so much of a physical labor mission trip. Because when you think of like your general mission trip, you think like building churches, building houses, like physically helping those in need. But you're like, well, Italy, like they're doing just fine. But they have all of these like beautiful churches and like cathedrals and all of that. But the thing that people don't realize is that those churches are empty. Literally like could hear a pin drop. So we as crew in Greek wide partnered with a team in Italy. It was called Agape Studenti, which is basically like their crew. And we just basically came together and were at the University of Bologna, we were in Bologna, Italy, and we were at their university just trying to get students to like talk about their faith and like try to get them connected with the full-time team there because faith is something that is dead in Italy. And a lot of people don't really realize that. Um, most people that I talked to throughout the week were atheists or agnostic or just didn't care about the Lord, which is just so wild because I feel like it's so much more of a big deal in America um every day what we would do is go to the university the university and eat lunch with these students and just kind of talk to them about their faith see where their head was at and just kind of like talk to people around campus um i can definitely go into more detail but yeah what was that like like talking to them like how did that conversation go like was it scary like kind of like take us through that um absolutely horrifying the first <laughs> time i did it because in America, you don't just walk up to strangers and start talking. That's not something we do. It's not something that's part of our our culture. But in Italy, like, they love to talk. Wait, that's and, so interesting. No, I, I never know. knew that. And it is not weird for you to walk up to a stranger and be like, hey, can I sit next to you? Hey, my name is Isabella. Can we talk for a sec? And they're like, oh, my goodness, yes. Like, so excited. Like, we love Americans, whatever. So in their, like, it's called the Mensa. Technically, they're like cafeteria at school. It's our version of 459 or their version. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, we would go physically eat there and then we would split up into like groups of two or three and just go sit next to anyone that we wanted to sit next to and be like, I would go up to someone and be like, hey, like, 
first of all, do you speak English? Because that's, you know, a big thing. And then I'd be like, my name's Isabella. Um, I'm here for the week just learning about college students and their culture. And I would love to sit and talk to you for a little bit if you aren't busy. And 99% of the time they would be like, oh my goodness, yes, like would love to talk. Like, what do you want to know? So that's kind of how that started. Um, I just mainly talked to people. We also had these like cards, it's called Solarium. And then we had um, like perspective cards and um, Solarium, it's a bunch of cards with pictures on it. And some of the groups what they did is they would walk up to students be like, hey, like we have this picture game that we're playing, like, can we play it with you? And they'd be like, of course. And you like give them a sack of cards with the pictures on it. And you're like, pick one that like represents your life, represents your home, represents your family. And it was, that tool is just mainly used to get deeper almost immediately. Um, I took more of the approach of like becoming their friend first and then getting deeper. Um, something that's really cool about Italians too is they can fully disagree with you on something, but they will sit and talk to you about it for an hour and not argue. That's crazy because I do not think that would happen in America, no, like literally at all. Not at all. Americans get so defensive, I feel like. But Italians, they're like, oh, you believe in God. That's wonderful. I don't, but let's keep talking about it because I'm interested. So that was also like a little culture shock, which was, I mean, good because yeah. we're trying to talk about Jesus here. <laughs> so, yeah. So what would you say you think like your favorite moment from the trip was, whether mm -hmm. it was like a conversation or just like something that you saw, just like what would you say encapsulates like your favorite moment? I think honestly, just making the Italian friends that we made. Um, there was one instance where a group of us made friends with this boy named Francesco and we met him on like the Tuesday of the week, I think. And he was like, wait, tomorrow, like let's go to a park and hang out more. I'm gonna bring some of my friends. And he ended up not being able to bring his friends, but like the following day, like we all met in the park and he brought a volleyball and like a picnic blanket and we got gelato. and. We just got to get to know him on like another level and he was just so like curious about faith he was um he's a history major and is taking all of these religion classes just because he is so intrigued by it and he believes in god and everything but in italy catholicism like the confirmation classes is part of the public school system so a lot of italians just view it as a class so he knows who God is, knows who Jesus is, believes in him, but like wants to have that deeper connection that we have. So he was just so like curious about it. And you could just tell that he was on the cusp of like grasping it, which is just like so fulfilling. And the whole week was just overflowing in my heart. It was awesome. Oh, that's so sweet. I feel so, like I'm ranting. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, like absolutely not. Like I want to hear about this yeah. stuff and that's like the point of it. Um, but one thing that like actually I've gotten like a few people ask um, to talk about on the podcast is just like being in a secular community which like this is such a good example of Italy because I think probably for them they're talking about like their community in America but Italy is probably even more extreme than like what these people have been asking they're just kind of wondering like advice um for how to spread the gospel and like talk about the Lord when you're in these communities where it's like obviously like I said so secular and kind of like maybe don't have like a bunch of foundation of like church and things like that so kind of like from your perspective, how did you kind of go about spreading the gospel? Yeah, so I think one thing that we did, luckily most of the people in Italy knew about Catholicism because it's just like their culture that they're surrounded with. Um, to get on a deeper level, some of the questions that we asked were like, okay, well, like, what do you think the purpose of life is? Just point blank, like nothing to do with faith specifically, but like our answers, like my answer has to do with faith because like, my purpose is to live out the plan that God has for me and like to spread his word and just to honor him with my life. But there was one girl that we talked to and she was like, 
I think the purpose of life is to just live and make people happy around you. And I was like, okay, well, what, what's the, what is living to you? Like you just, the answers that they give, you just kind of dig deeper. And then I was able to share like my testimony through my answers of the question. Cause obviously they would be like, well, what do you think the purpose of life is and everything? And we talked about like, okay, well, what do you think happens after death? Like, where do you think you go? I believe in heaven. I believe that if you believe in God, you're saved and you get to go up to heaven. But some people were like, I believe that it's just darkness. So you just ask the questions about like life and the girl that said she believes in like just darkness after death and the purpose of life is to live. She was saying, it's my purpose to love people around me. And I was like, okay, what is love? Where do you get love from? Like our biggest example of love was when God literally sent his son to die for us. Like that's our example of love that we follow. So it's just, you ask these questions about life that you relate back to the gospel, but it's not like, do you believe in God? Like we yeah. don't start off with that. It's more so just like asking them questions about their life and just like what they believe in about their own life and everything. That's good. I would have never thought of it that way, but that's mm -hmm. so cool to see how you kind of like just pointed everything back to the gospel through these like simple answers. That mm -hmm. is so cool. I would have never thought of that. Um, and then also just, were there things that the Lord taught you in your time there? What are just some things that you think you kind of learned? Like, were there any like main things you were like, oh my gosh, wow. Like, thank you for revealing that to me, God. Or like, oh my gosh, I never knew that. Like something kind of along those lines. I think honestly, just how easy it is to bring God into conversation. I feel like in America, I'm, or just honestly, before this trip, I was so hesitant to bring God up. And I just wanted to talk about what everyone else was talking about. I was so hesitant that I wouldn't, but like by bringing up God, you could be saving someone's life. That's so good. Wow. You know? Yes. And it's like, even if they don't believe when you bring it up, like you're planting a seed. That's what they kept telling us over and over again on this trip. They said, you're probably not going to see someone change their entire life and convert to Christianity immediately, but you're planting a seed and that's what matters. And that actually reminds me of a really cool story to tell. So we were sitting in their Mensa in the cafeteria. And I was talking to this boy with two of my friends and his name was Eduardo. And I told him, I was like, there's this organization called Agape Studenti. Um, it's like a Christian organization. And he goes, wait, I've heard of that before. Um, somebody last summer actually was talking to me about that in the Mensa. And we were like, oh, that's so cool. And Eduardo was like, he's from Oklahoma. And one of the boys in our small group was like, wait, I'm from Oklahoma. What's his name? And Eduardo was like, his name was Jackson. Turns out he had met someone from our same group last summer on That's the same crazy. mission because they do summer missions too. So Jackson last summer was able to plant that seed with him. And basically a year and a half later, like we're able to continue that conversation and just like reinforce Agape Studenti with Eduardo. And he's like, wait, I've literally heard of that before. Like, that's awesome. Like, you're not the first person to tell me that. So it was just cool to see like, Jackson planted a seed and we just like allowed for that to continue continue to grow. It's just crazy. Which is crazy because I was talking to someone else who'd been on this trip and like the size of their college is like huge, right? Like I don't know how many students it is. It's like 85, 90,000. That is so big also, like yeah. crazy. So that's so cool that of like all the students that like like the Lord allowed y'all to get to talk to him again when like who would have thought out of the, all those thousands of students, you know, like that's so cool. I know. Not a coincidence. Definitely not. That's crazy. Which is awesome. Um, but just kind of in general, how are you like kind of bold enough to like step into faith? Like, were you scared to go on this trip at all? Was it like 
intimidating. I know everyone's story with this is different, but like, I don't know, going out of the country and like just going up to random people can like be kind of scary. So like, were you hesitant about it? And like, if so, kind of, how did you be like, okay, like I can do this. Like, let me just like step out in faith, you know? Yeah. So absolutely nerve wracking, horrifying, because <laughs> first of all, this is, was my first mission trip. I've never gone on a mission trip before. So it was my first time going on a mission trip. It was my first time going out of the country without my parents. It was the first time that I've really just tried to talk to someone about God because I feel like everyone in my community is a Christian that I surround myself with. So putting myself in a place where I'm a minority was a little nerve wracking. Um, I wanted to share this Bible verse. This is something that we did a morning devotional every day, which really just kind of calmed our nerves for the day. And um, one morning we really focused on it's first Corinthians 117. It says, for Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel and not with words of eloquent wisdom, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. So that was just something that really just relieved my stress because it basically says like, you don't have to talk with words of wisdom because if God wants somebody to receive something that you were saying, like they're going to receive it, whether you speak to them in gibberish or not. And if we do speak with words of wisdom and think we do everything perfectly we put ourselves on the pedestal and not god and we like rob the cross of its power of working through us so that was something that was really awesome i just mainly reminded myself that all i had to do was be myself and god was going to work through me and get to these students in the exact way that they need to be talked to yeah that's so good and that can be like applied like when you come back to America and like for those listening and like the girls that ask the questions about like going in their own community to like spread the gospel like simply taking that advice is mm -hmm. like really good too and like I don't know are you gonna like take kind of these like tools and principles now that you're back in America oh, absolutely I I feel like it'll almost be easier to apply it in America because I went so far out of my comfort zone that like talking to like my friends that I see every day will just become so much easier just to be myself and be a light. You know, that's another thing that I was focusing a lot on. Um, there were some conversations that didn't last too long um, during the day with these students because they were like, I'm so sorry, I have to go to class. And I'm like, you're literally fine. Like you're at school. But if we didn't get to talk about God, like I was still a light to them. And they're going to go about their day and be like, there was something interesting about that American girl. Like there was something different about her. And like, that's bare minimum. All we can do is be a light. Yeah, that's so good. And like, something like I keep saying people can take back um, to wherever they are and whoever's listening, like just being a light in the classroom in your sorority. Mm -hmm. And like, I know people hear it all the time, like being a light at work. And like, I feel like it kind of goes in one ear out the other, but it's so impactful and like mm -hmm. really is like what the Lord calls us to do. And like, like you said, like when the Lord's working in you, like he's going to work no matter he's what. So when you're being obedient and you're being different and you're being kind and you're being a light, like that's going to make an impact. And so I feel like it sounds so simple, but it's such a big powerful thing you know it is it is and like um the girl that I had mentioned earlier where she didn't really believe in God didn't really care to like she kept saying that she was so curious she was so interested so even though we didn't agree on our like religious beliefs like she's still curious and interested so like my prayer for her is just like continual cu curiosity and for her to dig deeper on her own and kind of yeah yeah no that's good um so I just think it's cool how like especially like in the places a lot of listeners are in is like college and like being in a sorority and like I don't remember what podcast I was listening to but they're kind of saying like when you're in college like 
that's when you're surrounded by probably the most people and the most interactions you'll ever have because like you're like with people every day in the quad and in your classes and your sorority and like even like working with other college students like you're surrounded by so many people every day and probably won't be surrounded by like this number of people again so like taking advantage of it and I mean I know you're like in your last semester senior year and like I know you'll continue to do great things when you graduate but just like I don't know continuing to just like be a light and like use your influence on people for the Lord can be really cool when you're in college you know yeah absolutely and I think this is just honestly preparing me for real life because I'm not always going to be surrounded by my group of Christian friends you know yeah I'm going to be surrounded by a million different types of people and all I can do is just be a light to them yeah um so I guess kind of that was a really good transition and kind of the next point of just kind of talking about how um well I guess before we get into this is there anything else you wanted to add about your trip or time in Italy it was just life-changing like it was to the point where like you could physically feel your heart overflowing and like that's just you can have that feeling every day just chasing the Lord you know you don't have to like do a million crazy things to like feel good in your heart like literally you just live your everyday life for God and like your heart will be overflowing oh my gosh that's so beautiful I love Mm -hmm. the overflowing like that imagery of that word I think is just so beautiful but anyways the transition of where I was going is just um I guess sort of going into post-grad but what you're doing now is like you work in social media and Mm -hmm. so if you want to talk about that you can and also you know you're an influencer too and so this is like another step of boldness that you kind of have to take I know like people can be like fearful of doing those things so um kind of what made you want to get into social media and start posting kind of like what you wanted and like what gave you that boldness yeah so I would say in high school, I followed this girl on Instagram, Ace of the Beach, if we want to give her a shout out. Oh my gosh, yes. I want to have her on my podcast one day, so hopefully that works out before I finish work. Um, She would always post that she's just like at the beach all day and like working with all of these like fashion brands. So I literally direct messaged her on Instagram probably when I was like 16. And I was like, how do you do what you do? Like, Mm -hmm. how, how are you making that possible? And she literally, this was so sweet of her. She took the time to like send me multiple voice messages on Instagram, just explaining like that she works in social media and that I need to get a bunch of like internships while I'm in college and just like put my foot in the door kind of thing. So like ever since then, I've always had like social media working in fashion, like on my heart. Um, I kind of forgot about that a little bit when I got to college, my major is fashion merchandising for those who don't know. And freshman year, I was like, I'll just be a buyer. fashion which if you don't know what that is it's just like one of those like retailish type jobs that you work for bigger companies whatever not the (laughs) point i just didn't realize that there were so many like different ways that you can go in the fashion industry and then probably once covid hit and we were in quarantine the i saw everyone posting on social media more and like obviously like the tiktok famous people like blew up and i was like hold up like i want to be tiktok famous but (laughs) I'm a horrible dancer. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. You don't want to see me dance, but I was like, I love fashion. So I tried to like play around with it a little during quarantine and everything, but I really didn't start posting fashion content until spring of my sophomore year because the term like influencer became a little popular then. And I started seeing like girls on social media receive like free packages in the mail and like all of this like cool stuff. And I'm like, hold up. I want that to be me. Like, how do I do that? So I started posting on Instagram spring sophomore year um, on my TikTok and a little bit on my Instagram. And I guess from there, it's just been like a slow growth. And I'm just like learning more about the industry as we go and everything. And I've made a lot of friends on social media who also like help me in that aspect. But we can go more into detail. 
with that. <laughs> yeah, and Alden, Aceth Beach is literally so kind. She's so cool. She's one of my bosses for one of my internships, so, like, that's why I'm talking about her this yeah. way, but um, she's just so sweet, so that's so fun. I didn't know that. Um, But kind of one thing that I was wondering is how have you been able to kind of, like, in a sense, glorify God and, like, not fall into pride and vanity when posting because like obviously you love fashion and that's like a desire the lord has given you like it's literally your major and like you want to talk about it and i feel like sometimes people are like you can't be a christian talk about clothes but like obviously you totally can Mm -hmm. but how have you kind of like towed the line between like yes like i want to like like be like on tiktok and i want to post these things and i want people to see me but not kind of fall completely into like the pride of it if that makes sense yeah no i definitely get that um a lot of times people can think that it's like you're just so like materialistic which do not get me wrong I do like the finer things in life (laughs) but I think there's a line I mean I'm given a platform on social media to post about what I love and like whether that be like fashion my friends like my faith like I'm still given a platform and I basically have control about how people see me on social media which is kind of scary because like in real life we don't really have control about what people think but like on social media, like you post about what you want people to see. So I think as long as there's like a healthy balance of clothes and faith and whatever, essentially just being a light, like I was saying earlier, like you can be a light on social media. And I think that's my biggest thing is just being authentic and <laughs> being a light. And I don't know, just making sure you include things that aren't so materialistic, but like also, you know, to be able to have a job you gotta post about the clothes too yeah well i don't know a lot of my listeners go to lsu and like we both went to women's conference together the two of us and so maya huff was one of the speakers and like she's like the same kind of thing like she has her own clothing company so she posts about clothes but like she also posts about faith and i don't remember her exact wording but she was kind of just saying like the lord has given you a platform no matter what it is Mm -hmm. um she was like saying like kind of a broad statement but like specifically for you like the lord has given you a platform and like a voice and so like that's such a cool opportunity to be a light and so i don't know i just think that's really admirable and like i don't know sometimes people can be weird about it but honestly like where I like find the most like wisdom online is like through like Maya, Sadie Robertson, like mm-hmm. all these different people that like have platforms. And so I think like obviously social media can definitely be used for sinful negative things, but like obviously the Lord has created it and created platforms for us to be able to like do what you did in Italy, but like on Instagram. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I just kind of wanted to add that in because I know that's like people can have their different opinions about that. And obviously there's a lot more of a dichotomy that goes into this, but it's just cool knowing that like that can be a cool platform and also like yeah, I love clothes too. And like, want to yes, talk about them. Of course. Stuff. Yeah, you have the power to post about what you want. And like, you have control of that. So it's kind of like, everything is good in moderation kind of thing. I mean, you could take that with a grain of salt, but like social media in itself is not a bad thing. Yeah, it's about how you use it. It's, it's about what you post. It's about what you consume, you know, exactly. Um, so kind of one of the last things I wanted to ask about this topic is just kind of how have you rested in knowing that like your identity is not in people, the likes or the followers, but is in the Lord? Because I feel like with social media, that's kind of one of the biggest struggles is people finding their identity in that. And so how do you kind of separate your identity from your social media? Yeah, definitely something that we work on every day. <laughs> um, gosh, I used to get so caught up in all of it, especially when I was like not getting as many like deals, I guess, not getting as many um jobs with it um i would be so caught up when i'm like well she has ten thousand followers like i'm literally doing the same thing like why is it not happening to me like am i doing something wrong blah 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 like i only got 200 likes on this poster not whatever essentially it used to cause a lot of anxiety and at the end of the day the root of that is comparison 
and comparison is the thief of joy. That's something we're fed our entire life. It truly is a thief of joy. And something that I've focused on is like, nobody wants to see me try to be like this person or me try to imitate them. They want to see me be me. And if that means me with 3000 followers and then so be it, you know, like I think that I am exactly where I'm meant to be. And if I'm meant to have more followers one day, like whatever, like at the end of the day, it's not that big of a deal because God has me right where I am for a purpose. And I'm able to do like so much with like the following that I do have and the opportunities that I do have. And it's perfect for where I am right now. But it's just, it's a daily battle because it's so easy for girls. I feel like more than guys to just fall into the trap of comparison and just like, oh, she's prettier, has more followers, has better style. Like somebody's always going to be better than you and somebody's going to be worse than you. Like, there's just no way to like, like you're never going to be the top. So you just have to focus on like running your own race kind of thing. Yeah, that's good. Um, Kind of before we move into like more like fun, like speed round clothing stuff, just kind of wanted to end with like, do you have any advice for other girls who like um, maybe starting to post on social media more and like kind of like, what would you give, I guess more to rephrase, rephrase the question, what advice would you give to yourself? Like kind of when you were first starting out? Yeah, I definitely think that if you want to post on social media, literally do it. And if anyone has any bad things to say, then they don't belong in your life. Like one of my good friends, she gave me advice about just like relationships, relationships, friendships and everything. You run your race towards the Lord. You run, you're running in a straight line. If you look to your left and right and there are people next to you running that same race with you, supporting you, cheering you on, that's amazing. But if they're not there, then you've already won the race because you have the Lord, you know? So that's just something that I've really been thinking about lately. So like, I know that was so deep for literally social media, but like, no, no, that was awesome. (laughs) Don't worry about what other people are going to think about you because if they're thinking negatively, then they shouldn't be in your life. Then they are jealous of you and want to be able to do what you're doing. And you just should not have room in your heart for those types of people. So literally post and I will support you. Like (laughs) I will literally comment on your Instagram and be like, that looks amazing. And it's just comparison is a slippery slope and it's, hard and it's a daily battle but like if you were just confident in yourself and how the lord made you specifically he didn't make you to be like this person he didn't make you to copy this person he made you with a specific voice and a specific purpose and you just need to like tap into that yeah that's good so kind of before we move into like some of the more like fun like makeup the clothes questions for like a better word <laughs> um could you just pray over everyone listening um whether they're like um, kind of struggling with spreading the gospel to those around them, or maybe they want to just start stepping out in boldness and do something, maybe social media, maybe not just like in general, like just kind of pray for those listening. Yeah, absolutely. Um, dear Lord, I literally just pray for everyone listening right now. I thank you that you've given Lauren this platform for us to share about you and about how you are working through each of us individually. I pray for everyone listening right now to just tap into their confidence that they have in you, Lord, and just for them to understand that they are made with such purpose and with such specific purpose in their life with like, for lack of better words, like there's just such an awesome path that you have each and every girl on that they don't need to worry about anyone else besides themselves and you. And I just pray that you just 
let them know that they are so loved and they are more than enough. And that if there's something that they're wanting to do in this life, like, Lord, I just pray that you give them the confidence to do it without thinking about what other people think of them. Because at the end of the day, your opinion matters the most. So in Jesus name, amen. Amen. That was so sweet. So before we kind of wrap up the episode, um, for those listening, one thing I like to do in a lot of episodes is just kind of have, I say speed run, but it's never really that fast. Just about like some of their favorite things, just because I think it's fun little thing to add. Because, um, you know, I love clothes and makeup and things just mm-hmm. as much as um, the next person. And so you're one of my people that I've been most excited to ask these questions oh, about because I know you'll have like fun, well thought out answers. So I'll kind of just start asking you the question. Okay. So let's do it. What is your favorite makeup product or what would you recommend? Mm. Like if they're going to buy any makeup product right now? Okay. From there's this do it's the dibs beauty duo stick. Um, it's like cream bronzer on one side and cream blush on the other side. That is my holy grail. If I don't wear makeup, like I'm wearing the Dibs Duo Stick at least. So I'm a shameless plug for that. It's so good. I've seen that all over TikTok, so I need to try it. It blends so well. It's wonderful. Where do you buy it? Just online? Online. Okay. And it's only like $30. Wait, really? Yeah. Okay. So not expensive. (laughs) Y'all should buy. Um, And then like kind of while we're in that area, favorite skincare product, and then also hair. And really for hair, this is also for me because (laughs) I need new hair She's like, I need notes. (laughs) But skincare and hair. Hmm. Okay. Skincare, I would say the, okay. So there's this skincare brand called Everyday Humans and they make this sunscreen serum that first of all smells so good. And second of all, you put it on your face and you can't even tell that it's there. Sometimes when I wear sunscreen, it's like you get sticky and gross and weird. But so the Everyday Humans Resting Beach Face Sunscreen Serum obsessed i literally just direct messaged him and i was like hey i need more because <laughs> i got it in pr so i would never tried it before but i literally am like scraping the tube right now <laughs> so that's definitely skincare hair i will have to say my shark flex styler okay for those of you who don't know who that is it's the dyson airwrap dupe for half the price it's literally the same thing just 250 dollars. so still expensive i'm not saying it's cheap but Cheaper. I mean, better than the Dyson. Better the Dyson than the Dyson. Insane. So that's probably my favorite hair product. I just feel so put together when I blow out my hair after my shower. Hey, hey everyone. It stopped recording for a second and we didn't know, but we we're back. Technology. <laughs> um, so anyways, we just finished talking about hair products. So now kind of let us know your favorite brand. I guess brand of anything, but also clothing brand, outfit. Like where do you shop? Basically is okay. really what the question should be. Okay. This is honestly kind of a hard question just because I get I'm not trying to brag but I get a lot of PR so I get a lot of clothes from like a bunch of different brands but I just discovered this brand while in Italy I'm wearing it right now it's so cute I wish well, I could see it yeah <laughs> it's an athletic wear brand is called Oisho it's a Spanish athletic wear brand and it's basically like aloe yoga but like this t- this jacket was $30 so that's my new like obsession right now um shoes new balance i own like probably three new balances um i like zara i've been getting a lot of stuff from beachy dolls kind of random but i did um a collaboration with them last month and i was literally obsessed with everything that i got so maybe i'll go shopping there well okay actually i wanted to ask you how do you like and i don't know how much you can talk about or how hard it is to explain but like how did you get into like working with brands and like getting PR packages. I should have asked that sooner, but I forgot. No, you're so fine. I I learned a lot watching TikToks of just like how to do everything. Literally, you just email them. And like when, when I first started out, I was like, 
hey, I'm Isabella. Um, I was just seeing if you have any like collaboration opportunities available, like here's my Instagram, whatever. And then as I worked more with brands, I mean, it took me like months to get my first yes. Like it took a while. It's not like easy to do by any means. But once you start like working with more brands and like quote unquote posting like an influencer, like more brands are going to recognize that. So it's kind of a two way street. Like I'll email brands, some brands will email me and it just kind of depends on like the day, I guess. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like how you do it, I guess yeah. in a short story, but back to Beachy Dolls, I got a PR package from them and I have just been, I really like their clothes. Um, Princess Polly, the usual. I really honestly, full transparency, I want to be a sustainable girl and like shop sustainably, but like my bank account does not support that right now. <laughs> um, so right now we're still in the little fast fashion realm, but we'll get out of it. No, yes. And then another thing I meant to ask you too, is like, I don't know how much you can also talk about this either, but now like the company you work for, you're kind of like on the other side of it, right? Yes. You've been telling me that. So is that kind of weird to like, now you're like on the brand side of things. So you're kind of like doing both. Yes. No, it's so weird being on both sides. So for those who don't know, I work at the limited agency, which is a boutique marketing agency in Baton Rouge. And I am the director of influencer relations. So not only am I an influencer myself, I also manage other influencers. So I am basically like, it's kind of like having a manager for like an actor and actress, but like it's for an influencer. And I also handle like some influencer, like conversations from the brand's perspective, because we also manage a few um, like e-commerce brands. So it's awesome being on like the agency side of things where I get to reach out to brands because I'm learning so much about how to further land a collaboration. And I'm like, oh, Isabel, I could have been doing this for like years, <laughs> like learning all like the tips and tricks. And yeah, it's just really cool to like see all sides of things and just to see more of how the industry works and everything. Okay, so that was just a side note that I yeah, meant to ask. Tangent, quick tangent. Little tangent, <laughs> but very interesting tangent. Um, okay, so then also, since you just kind of traveled, and I feel like you do like kind of travel quite a bit, what do, are your yeah. travel essentials? Um, okay, y'all are going to hate me for this one. <laughs> I am the girl who does the skin, the sheet masks on the airplane. No, I do the I, under the eye, eye mask. Because you have to. I'm fully that girl. Um, so yeah, under eye masks. Um, I also have this like, skin like mist that I put on like after planes just to like give your skin a little refresh because you know it's like the pressure and it's dry um a sleep mask hands down like you need one on the plane it just helps me sleep so much better or even like in hotel rooms you know um for nighttime I have an app on my phone um that plays like white noise while I sleep because I just ha have to have that and then I don't really know international travel you need like a charger adapter but like that's only when you go like super far but i'll definitely say the under eye masks and like a sound machine and a sleep mask are like things you like cannot go without i guess no those are good that's a lot of essentials okay. so um and then what is like your favorite app that you use for anything like social media related um honestly I know this is such like a lame answer, but I really do love Pinterest. No, I'm obsessed with Pinterest. <laughs> I use it for everything. Same. And it's just like, I feel like a lot of times when you consume content on Instagram and TikTok, it can almost be draining and it can almost put you back in that cycle of like comparing yourself. But on Pinterest, I feel so much more like fulfilled because I am consuming, but I'm also just like constantly being inspired on Pinterest. So, 
and like pinterest no one cares about the follower count or anything like you just literally consume and post whatever you want that's true and i was that's funny because we were talking about ace at the beach we had like a meeting today and she was just talking about how pinterest is like her google and i was like honestly i love that literally yeah because like it it, like you can search for anything and it'll come up with like so personalized to you like it's just the best it's so personalized and it's so much more aesthetic than google (laughs) like i was looking i'm graduating in may so i was like googling white dresses just because graduation and i was like this is not helpful let me go to pinterest and pinterest gave me so much more Wait, I need to do that because I have a wedding coming up and I yeah. don't want to wear. Shop on Pinterest, y'all. <laughs> don't sleep on Pinterest. Um, and then last question, just because it's fun. Who is your favorite person that you follow on Instagram or TikTok yeah. or both? Why not? So many options. Goodness. Since I'm in like the influencer world, I literally follow so many influencers. But honestly, I can't stray from like Mary, Ralph and Kennedy. Like, classic. Classic. Yeah. Like literally, I made a TikTok about Daily Drills the other day saying that they literally tell me to like they say jump i say how high (laughs) especially i don't know if y'all knew they have a new varsity line dropping tomorrow technically and it's like mesh like they're literally they created two-piece sets with mesh and like it's the same mesh that i wore in middle school pe and hated (laughs) but like why am i about to buy a full two set two-piece set with it yeah I love them. No, that's literally like, I was talking to someone the other day about daily drills and like literally anything they do, I will do anything they say to buy, I'll buy, which is like, I don't know what it is. Like they, what they did. The power that they have. The power they have. Cause like, yes, they have great like marketing and like PR and like obviously influencers behind the brand, but so do a lot of brands. I don't know what they did, but like girls would do anything for daily drills. And I'm part of it (laughs) proudly. Yeah. So them and I'd say for Instagram and like style purposes, Matilda Jerv, obviously, I love that she made the oversized look popular because it's so much more comfortable. <laughs> um, and then on TikTok, I love JC Marie Smith. She's another class. So funny. They have um, another podcast. It's called What We Said, JC and Chelsea. And if I'm just having a bad day, I'll go watch her TikTok. Like she cracks me up. Love her. So I'd say those to start off. I, it's a can of worms that we can open at another time. Well, if but... you want to keep talking, I mean, I could talk about people that I follow for forever. No, so. literally. I'd have to like sit and categorize them <laughs> in my brain. Uh, well, thank you so much for being on the podcast of course, today. this was so fun. I had so much fun talking to you and I hope everyone listening had just as much fun as we did and obviously learned a lot about what to put in their hair and what skincare to use, <laughs> but also how to be a light in their community and how to spread the gospel and areas that it might be harder to, and just how to be confident in your identity and who the Lord made you. And if he gives you the desire to do something, whether it's social media or not, something else that he's just put on your heart and maybe you're scared of what people will think of you, just like take Isabella's advice and just like be yourself and let your identity be in the Lord. So yeah. Yay. Thank you so fun for, for listening. I'll see y'all next week. Bye. Thank y'all so much for listening this week. It was such a joy to have Isabella on the podcast. I do want to say I really am trying to work on not saying like as much because I just edited this and I was just sitting there thinking, oh my goodness, I say that word way too much. Um, Anyways, make sure that y'all follow Isabella on TikTok as well as Instagram. Her Instagram is tagged all over the authentic Instagram, but it's at Isabella underscore Matuso. And also, if y'all are interested in the Greek wide trip, um, feel free to reach out to me or her or follow them on Instagram as well, because I know they're planning on doing another one soon. Um, But anyways, I am just so happy that y'all have continued to listen to this and the Lord has continued to bless this and 
just use it um, for his glory and his name. And so I'm just so excited to keep doing this podcast and I hope that everyone has a great week. As always, if y'all would like to reach out, literally just text me, DM me, whatever. I would love to get to meet you. And I've gotten to meet some people through this podcast that I would have never met before, which has been really sweet. So continually thanking God, my goodness, I'm having so much trouble speaking today. Continually thanking God for all he's doing with Authentic. Have a good week.